Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Certainly glad to have you along with us as uh, we continue our social distancing efforts uh, as uh, we bring you the latest on what's happening in and around Chattanooga Athletics. Looking forward to today because this is one that we've been talking about for a long time that we wanted to try to uh, we wanted to try to get set up and bring to you. And unfortunately, the season was cut a little short, but we're still going to be able to find out what's happening with Chattanooga Beach Volleyball that uh, has completed their, albeit abbreviated, but their first season. So we'll find out more. We're going to visit with Darren Van Horn, who will go down forever, is the first ever beach volleyball head coach in Chattanooga Athletics history. He will join us along with his fiance, Juliana Yensho. Juliana is actually the volunteer assistant coach with this. So we're going to get their thoughts and, and their take on um, beach volleyball. So looking forward to it. Of course, you know, you can find uh, Mox on the Mic wherever you download your podcast from. Thanks for downloading. Make sure you give us a, a, a review. Uh, rate this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It helps us find Mox fans like you, and it helps Mox fans be able to find us. So without further ado, let's hop into it. We'll talk a little Mox beach volleyball. Darren Van Horn, his sixth year here in Chattanooga, he has been uh, an indoor assistant for uh, for a couple of years, the last six before taking over now in his first season as the uh, head coach of beach volleyball. Darren, let me ask you, first off, you've been here for a couple of years now. You've been around the program. Take us through the evolution. How did the idea of beach volleyball, where did it come from? How did it come about? What got the conversation started? Yeah, so um... – we actually were approached a little bit about it. Um, we knew our administration wanted to add a sport, and they were trying to figure out what uh, best route to go with that. Um, and so when they approached us about the possibility of beach volleyball, we knew that the biggest hurdle would be to have the sand courts, even though you can run a program uh, without actually having courts. But um, that's usually the most expensive part of volleyball or beach volleyball. And so – Later, you know, we had more conversations. We found out our intramural complex was uh, getting renovated and they were adding the beach courts. Uh, and at that point, it seemed like a no-brainer uh, to add the sport. Um, I know we knew it was an up-and-coming sport. It's definitely rising at a, at a rapid rate. Um, I think there's a lot of interest in the beach volleyball world. So um, it definitely excited me uh, when I heard about it. Uh, and I definitely wanted to help out in any way possible of, of making things happen um because it's definitely an exciting sport uh it's not quite the same as indoor although there's a lot of skills that uh correlate but it's definitely a whole different game in itself um which is kind of an exciting thing to be a part of and uh definitely in the growth of the sport as it's uh getting more and more popularity you talk about the beach courts being the most expensive part of of having a program like this is that because of the sand where's the where does yeah. the come in so um, I think definitely the sand is the most expensive part of the process. Uh, and believe it or not, it is actually more, almost just as expensive getting the sand as it is to carry it somewhere. So the travel costs um, of taking sand from one place to another are almost just as expensive as the sand itself. Um, so definitely a lot of uh, intel and figuring out where you can get it from, making sure you get the right kind of sand. Uh, there's different 
different grades of sand and, and the NCA has uh, restrictions on what that can be. So um, we wanted to make sure that we got good sand, um, do it the right way. And luckily we've been able to do that and uh, we're pretty proud of, of the sand courts that we've created. Juliana, what's been your experience with, with beach volleyball? So I started playing just for fun about six or seven years ago in Virginia Beach. I went to college down there. And from then, I just decided that it was something that I really loved. And it was a lot easier on my body at that point in my career than playing indoor. So I just got involved with local tournaments and playing pickup for fun. And then about four years ago, I started getting involved with S3, which is based out of Emerson, Georgia. It is a juniors club program. And from there, that kind of took off. And they asked me to develop our own club, which was still under the S3, um, I guess, label um, in Chattanooga. So I guess this will be our third summer doing juniors club here in Chattanooga. And we had seven I believe athletes our first season and our first season was held at Camp Jordan on one of the courts there and we were very grateful that they allowed us to rent them and use them but they were nowhere nowhere near as nice as the courts that UTC built and so because of my relationship with UTC and helping out with the indoor program and uh, my relationship with Darren um, I asked the gentleman who oversees the sand courts if I could rent them out for our juniors club program. So this hopefully fingers crossed this summer will be our second season on the UTC courts with our juniors program. And I'm super excited uh, about it. We've grown from seven athletes to I think 26 this past year. Um, in addition to my experience with the juniors club, I also worked under Beth Van Fleet, who's the, the head beach coach at Georgia state university. I was their sports psychology consultant for about three years before I was on staff here at UTC. So I'm super excited to be a part of the UTC MOX program and continue to help it grow. And um, I will be still doing sports psychology consulting with the team, um, as well as helping out at practices and doing director of operations types of things. You've literally seen the sport. I mean, since I first kind of heard about it at the NCAA level, you've really kind of seen this sport grow over, the, over that period. What do you think the reason is that we have seen beach volleyball grow with such popularity? I think it's just a blast. I mean, you're outside. We would say, hopefully, uh, it's going to be sunny and warm. Not, that's not always the case, obviously. And in Chattanooga, we have some more rainy days than others. But even then, it still doesn't get too cold. And I think this past season, we canceled practice maybe once or twice. Is that right, Darren? Yeah, I think so. Because we had freezing temperatures and we tried the girls. We gave it, we left it up to them. We said, we'll meet in the morning um, and see what you guys think. And when we got out there, it was literally like the sand had crusted. It had frozen and they tried and they were like, sorry, coach, this is, a, this is too much. <laughs> um, so we ended up canceling it, but they just had this passion and excitement to just try. And I think perhaps it's just a new sport um, and it's fun to learn about that. But I think also the atmosphere is just slightly different because it's outside um, it's just you and one other teammate, so you're always constantly involved in every play, whereas indoor, you may touch the ball, every play you may not. And there's a lot more freedom on them um, to coach themselves because as coaches, we can't provide feedback during the set. We can provide it during transitions or side changes or if they choose to call a timeout. 
Um, but I think it puts a lot more responsibility on them and that's probably fun for them as well. Um, and then there's also live music, which everybody loves and everybody hopes that we'll be in Florida one day competing, which maybe we will. Um, but even still, just the beach courts at UTC have become kind of our own little beach oasis. Darren, if you will, we've, we've met Juliana, obviously. Take us through, take us through the staff. What does it look like? Is, is Travis involved with you guys at all on the beach level? Um, and a little bit about how the, the two programs kind of connect. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> me and Travis had a lot of conversations uh, about the beach side and, um, you know, he, he still oversees both, both sports um, and he's still kind of in charge of both of them. So there's a lot of communication between the two of us. Um, but we kind of came to the conclusion that uh, I was going to kind of head on this beach program by myself. Um, not, I shouldn't say by myself, but um, be in charge of it um, because, you know, we want to allow Travis and, and Scott from the indoor side to have the freedom to recruit um, consistently on, in the spring because even though beach is going on, that's also the most important time to get out and recruit for us um, from an indoor standpoint. So me being uh, head of the beach program allows him to have the freedom to be at all those tournaments, uh, not have to worry as much. Um, in beach, you're only allowed to have a head coach and one assistant, um, whereas indoor we have a head coach and two assistants. Um, but, you know, Travis doesn't have a whole lot of experience with beach, um, so he's been kind enough to allow me to kind of run with that. Um, but we do interact, talk about things. We have a few crossover kids who want to play indoor and want to play beach as well. And so there has to be a lot of communication with that on, on if we think that's uh, somebody that we're both interested in and, and think we can work with them together. So, um, but it, it's, it's a fun interaction and uh, it's definitely a cool time. Tell us about who you play, who else is playing. I think the first school that I think a lot of us uh, in and around the Southern Conference that that I remember hearing about that they have a beach volleyball team was the College of Charleston. But I think this may go back to when they were still at least a basketball member of the Southern Conference. They already had a, a beach volleyball program at that time. A yeah. little bit about who you guys compete against and some of the other names that folks may be familiar with. Yeah, so um, we joined the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, that was a big push for for our program as well, and it's exciting to know that we have a conference so that in a few years uh, we have a shot at, at competing for the national championship. Um, so uh, The other team within the Southern Conference right now uh, is Mercer, who has a beach program. And so them being just a few hours from us, uh, somebody that we tend to play kind of outside of conference, even though we know them pretty well from an indoor standpoint, College of Charleston definitely is a program that's had a beach volleyball program for a while, and um, we haven't gone there yet. Uh, but, you know, my goal is to obviously compete within the Ohio Valley Conference. Um, so anyway, th those are kind of the people that will play on a regular basis. Uh, but my goal with the program is, is hopefully to have some travel, um, be able to get some kids uh, a little away, closer to real beaches. Uh, and College of Charleston is one of those people. Uh, I know UAB has a tournament in Gulf Shores, which is where the NCAA tournament is held. Um, so that's kind of a goal of mine in the future to try to get a part of that tournament. Um, but obviously with the, the coronavirus situation, uh, we'll kind of see how, how travel and everything plays out in the future. Um, but, you know, I want to expose our girls to, to different venues and different places as well as um, 
you know, competing against those Ohio Valley kind of closer um, colleges as well. And that, and that's ultimately why we decided to join the Ohio Valley Conference is a lot more schools are, are within a better distance for us to compete. And um, I also think it's a, it's a good situation for us in the fact that the OVC uh, is, is pretty new as well. So it um, gives us a little bit of a competitive edge from the get-go. Juliana, you, you addressed this a little bit earlier, but I'm, I'm going to ask it again. I know you talked about it, especially from the coaching standpoint, but give us an idea about the differences from indoor volleyball to beach volleyball. What, what's the major differences? So indoor, you're going to utilize probably eight or nine players um, every match. And with beach, you will only use two. You only have two pairs or two people on the court at the same time. Um, another thing with um, indoor versus beach, beach, we're going to have five matchups and then the sixth one would be considered a friendly. Um, and we have to win three out of that five in order to count as an overall team win. Um, and then also the scoring is a little bit different. We played a 21 points and it's the best of three. The third set goes to 15, um, but it's still rally scoring. Um, I think they have at the AVP level changed that back to the old fashioned scoring where you have to earn on your serve for the last couple of points, but that's not the case yet with collegiate yet. Um, so the scoring is still the same. And then there's just kind of different dynamics of offensive defensively, like keys competing in the sand versus indoor. You have to take a lot more shots and you want to be tricky instead of just getting up and banging the ball as hard as you can. Um, and then defensively, you obviously there's two of you and you have to, try to defend the entire court. So reading and reacting is really important. You've got to be really quick and you definitely have to be uh, willing to get in the sand and get a little dirty, but it is a lot softer on your body, which I think is another, another benefit of why the girls really like it. Cause it doesn't hurt. doesn't cause as many bruises as it does when you kind of dive or do a pancake on the hard court inside. Those are kind of the main differences. And then kind of the coaching structure that I talked about earlier with indoor, your coaches are kind of in control, but in the sand, you guys, you as a pair are more in control and in order to speak with your coaches, you have to call a timeout or on the side changes. Um, so every seven points you switch sides and that has to do with the wind and the sun so that, you know, you, you and your opponent don't have a, uh, a benefit versus the other one. So you get to talk to your coaches in between those changes as well. Um, and then I think just the dynamic of dealing with the wind and the weather, it can be really hot. It can be cold. It can be super windy. And that was something that we learned really quickly. Our first opening weekend, we had unusually high winds. And I think, um, our girls were pretty frustrated, um, because not only was it a different game, but now adding that major wind factor just makes it even more challenging. And, um, because we're not on a coast somewhere, we don't have that higher wind. So we joke about buying big, like mechanical fans to try to create wind and different scenarios for us. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's a, there's a few major things, but the fundamentals are still the same, you know, pass that and swing away. So. Is it an easy transition for athletes to make? You made that transition going from uh, playing indoor to playing beach. Is it easy? Um, I don't think that it's easy. I think that it's easier for some people, depending on the position you played indoor. I'm a middle or I was a middle. And I think as middle blockers, like our job is to just be big and be on the net and block and swing and that's it. And when you transition to beach, you have to be able to pass, you have to be able to serve, you have to be able to set and swing. So that makes it a little bit more challenging for outside hitters who are maybe six rotation. They're used to passing. They're used to swinging. Um, libero same uh setting out a system so that high outside ball or to a pin um and then always being in defensive um, modes and 
serve, receive. It's probably easier for those players to transition, but I think the fundamentals are still all the same. And you just have to, you just have to refuse to let the ball hit the sand. So no matter how big you are or how short you are, you have to be willing to just get after it and keep it up. Darren, what are you looking for from a recruiting standpoint when it comes to recruiting kids to play beach volleyball? What are you looking for? What's important to you? Yeah, so uh, the things that I think stand out to me the most are, uh, one is a ball control situation. So, um, you know, when you're playing in the sand, you always have to be in control of your touches and, and how you play the ball. Um, so I think from that standpoint, it's, it's a pretty important to have good ball control. Um, the other thing I think is finding mentally tough kids. Uh, you know, when you're out there in the sand on your own, I, I think you know, you've got to have a strong mindset. You've got to be able to problem solve. You've got to be able to take frustration. Um, beach volleyball can be a game of less errors a lot of times. And so that ball control and that mental ability to kind of stay focused and not um, give away points to your opponent uh, is a big deal. And, and from a defensive standpoint, it can also be very frustrating because in beach volleyball, I, in my opinion, it's a lot easier to score from time to time. And so, um, Defensively, it can be frustrating because it, it, at times it can be a guessing game or, you know, it's, it's a numbers uh, probability game. Um, so mentally tough kids is definitely a big thing. And, and I think one thing everybody looks for is just how, you, how are you as a teammate? If, uh, if you aren't helping your partner out, you're not really helping your team. And so watching the interactions between those players with their teammates, with their coaches, uh, it's, it's a big deal on how you carry yourself and, and how you try to influence your partner and make them better. Uh, alongside you so um, you know I, it kind of made me laugh I don't, we were watching the the last dance last night and they talked about Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan uh, Michael Jordan said that you shouldn't say my name without Scottie Pippen and you know in beach volleyball it's kind of the same idea right you can't really stand out without your partner and so how are you going to help your partner be better um, I would say those are big things that stand out to me while I'm out recruiting. Correct me if I'm wrong Darren you basically played this year with players that you brought over from the indoor team, correct? That is correct. So this recruiting class that you just signed is the first beach volleyball recruiting class for Chattanooga. Tell us a little bit about those kids and the student athletes you've got coming in. Yeah, we're really excited about the the class coming in. Uh, obviously to have some beach only kids was was a big deal for me and, and for our program as well. Um, and so, you know, We've got three incoming freshmen and one uh, junior college transfer. Uh, the junior college transfer, Hanley Lomax, she um, had big dreams. She told me on the phone that uh, she just wanted to go to California and play some beach volleyball. And uh, everybody knows that's kind of the hub of where beach volleyball really originated. And um, they take a lot of pride in their beach volleyball out there. And so for her to kind of want to go out there and experience that, um, I think she's, she's going to come back with a lot of knowledge uh, and ability to kind of help influence our team and maybe give up some strategies and, and different details to the game that uh, will allow others to grow. Um, we've got other, three other freshmen coming in. Um, Maddie Morris is somebody that uh, I've watched for a while, and she's just a very determined kid, has a lot of um, ambition to do good things, wants to achieve greatness, um, and she's not afraid to be coached. She, she likes to learn. She's kind of an open book and a, a sponge for knowledge um, and so I think that's going to help her a long way. Um, Maddie Myers Osband, she, um, she's somebody that kind of got on my radar as, as um, I've been to 
got to know other coaches. Uh, a lot of other coaches were like, this is a great kid. You should check her out. Um, work, they had worked with her in clinics and things before. And so um, when I met, when I had her on a visit, uh, I knew right away that she was a special kid. She's highly determined as well. Great kid, always working hard. Um, first one to kind of help out, you know, whether it's shagging balls or, or getting water for people. Um, she's just somebody who's always looking around to help others. And so I think that'll be a big benefit for her um, coming in. And then Jordan Cra Craigie uh, is somebody that, you know, was on our radar as well. And uh, she's kind of this smaller person with uh, lots of hops. Um, and I think has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder, you know, being undersized. Uh, but she was competing with some of the top recruits in the country, uh, going to kind of the big power five schools. And, um, you know, I, I really like her her attitude and determination, uh, not afraid to back down from challenges uh, from anybody. So um, kind of putting all those different personalities and uh, different styles together, I think it creates a really good team and uh, a really good start to our culture of what our, we want our beach program to look like. Darren Van Horn, Juliana Yin Show, soon to become Juliana Van Horn. Do you guys have one of those little signs yet that say, we interrupt this marriage to bring you volleyball season? Because both know that's what's coming, right? Yeah, that's, that's we true. Should, we, should, uh, we should probably make one of those for sure. Come on, Corey, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that needs to be on a, on a wedding registry somewhere. Absolutely. Great idea. Guys, thanks for being with us. Uh, enjoyed talking with you. Darren, I, I can't wait. I want to get out and see you guys play at, at some point in time. Uh, hopefully we get a chance to have some home uh, matches next year and I look forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. I've been excited about this since it was announced because I love to watch it on TV. So to be able to go, I've never seen it live in person before. So to be able to come and check it out, I, I really look forward to it. And Best of luck to you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're, uh, we can't wait for it to get started too, get out of the house and get back on the beach. Megan Kaufman is a nursing major and a 4.0 student, in addition to being part of the Chattanooga volleyball team that uh, just completed their first season in beach volleyball. Megan, if you would, a little bit, your introduction to, to beach volleyball. You were one of the players that made that transition from playing indoors to going over to the beach side. A little bit about what that was like for you. It was awesome. Um, we started off the season, the spring season, indoors, um, training indoors, and then come February, we were able to transition outside, um, getting in the sand. Um, it's obviously a different game, so that made it somewhat challenging, but it was also very exciting to learn something new going into my senior year and take on this new challenge with um, the new beach season. Had you ever played, I mean, like formally played, I don't mean like, you know, like the Top Gun scene of messing around on the beach, but I mean like actually playing beach volleyball competitively. Had you ever played it before this? I had never played where there, you know, was a ref and regulation and rules that people actually followed. So it was definitely a transition. Was it an easy transition or did you find it more difficult? It was a very easy transition because our coaches allowed for us to be in a space where we could make mistakes and learn from them. And it made it so that we were just out there excited to learn and excited to get better each and every day. When you heard that Chattanooga was adding a, a beach volleyball program, did you immediately think 
yes, I want to be a part of that? Or was there some coercing on your part that had to go on or on the part of the coaches to get you to play? Immediately, I was very excited. I was excited for the new challenge. Um, going into my senior year, I think very few people are given the opportunity to play two sports at the Division One level. And although I have a crazy nursing schedule at times, I was more than excited to be a part of the program and be a part of the inaugural season. Well, we've uh, we got a chance to talk with uh, with Coach Van Horn and with Juliana just a, just a few minutes ago, but I asked them this question. I, I want to hear it from your perspective. What's the biggest difference in playing indoors versus playing beach? There's many differences. Now that I have done both, I can say that it's a completely different game. Um, I'd say personally, the difference is that you have to be an all-around versatile player to be in the beach, whereas indoor is a very position specific game and so that was the biggest learning curve for me was learning how to be offensive and score points when I'm typically a DS libero and never really putting that opportunity in a game. We've talked with a lot of student athletes here over the last couple of weeks and I've been asking everybody the same thing look we're all cooped up inside during this so does Megan Kaufman have any Netflix or prime suggestions you can offer to the folks that may be watching or listening? I would say as crazy, we're my family, we are some big Survivor, CBS Survivor fans. So I've gone back and binge watched some past season eight, Amber and Rob on, uh, on Hulu. I know it's probably not the most common response, but some Survivor CBS is a good binge watch. You mentioned your schedule being a, a nursing student and uh, you're close to graduating. So what is this time like for you now, uh, in addition to trying to get classes finished up and, and all that entails being a nursing major? Yeah, this um, last few weeks have been a little crazy transitioning to online, but the nursing faculty at UTC are amazing and they have tried to make it as seamless as possible so that we're still getting our education so that we're prepared to take the NCLEX when we do graduate, but knowing that it is different and it's nothing that anyone ever planned for. Can you tell us a little bit about what your plans are post-graduation? Post-graduation, I am interested in going into um, a cardiac step-down unit, so um, some type of med surge floor as of now. I still have quite a few rotations to go um, where I will be able to see if I like those specialties a little bit more. But as of now, I'll probably head the cardiac route. Megan, thanks so much for giving us some time, and we'll let you get back to Survivor, okay? Or studying. <laughs> Thank or you studying, so much. yes. We encourage <laughs> that, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, special thanks again to Megan Kaufman for spending some time with us. Also, uh, thanks to Coach Van Horn and also his fiance Juliana Yencho, for giving us some time to talk a little bit of beach volleyball. Again, this is one that I've been looking forward to. We've been talking about it for a while, but we're finally able to get it put together. Thanks to Tate Johnson, our producer, for making all of this happen, for making this possible. Thanks to Corey Balanzi as well for his help and preparation 
uh, for uh, today's show. Glad to have you with us. We invite you to join us again next time for Mox on the Mic. Until then, stay safe, go wash your hands, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.